Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey guys! Hey there! Welcome back to another super creepy special edition episode of, of Violating Community, Community Guidelines. With Brittany and Sarah. And Sarah's also is here. You said another creepy episode. Have we done a creepy episode before? <laughs> no. <laughs> First and only. <laughs> Mandela affecting our audience. They're like, wait, no, there was. You guys remember this one? <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> All right. So this week's episode is about creepy pasta. If anyone remembers this, if you've been online for a long time, mm-hmm. Creepypasta was integral to, I would say around the 2008, 2009, kind of peaked in 2010. Mm-hmm. These are stories that people tell online. And I personally grew up thinking they were real. Yeah. I thought they were very, very real. No, definitely. Like, like I thought, um, so there was one that we were just talking about called the Russian sleep experiment, which we're mm-hmm. going to get to. But I thought that was real. You yeah. know, you make people stay up for five days and then they went insane. I literally, like so many of these were the way they were written. And we'll get into the definitions and all that and the history. But the way that they were written was so like, guys, my brother just emailed me this and he like experienced this firsthand. And I just really had to share it with the world. And I read that as like a, how old was I in 2009? 13, 12, 13. And I was like, oh my God, why is everyone <laughs> talking about this? Because it was on creepypasta.com. Yeah, but I do think it's kind of funny. Like, you know, something horrible or weird just happened to you and you email. <laughs> <laughs> you pull up Gmail to like tell your family about a disturbing thing instead of calling them. Yahoo, <laughs> Yahoo Mail. Your AIM account. Literally. Mom, there's someone outside. All right. So to just dive head first in, mm-hmm. creepypastas are horror related legends that have been shared around the internet. It's since become sort of a catch all term for any horror content posted online. Um, Internet entries are often brief. They're always user-generated paranormal stories intended to scare the readers Mm -hmm. and mission accomplished, usually. Yeah. They vary um, topic-wise from ghosts to murder, zombies. Haunted television shows and video games was a very, like, prominent, I would say, aspect of it is, like, this lost episode of Mm -hmm. SpongeBob or this lost episode of whatever. Yeah. Like, it, it kind of created this culture of, you and I can see this, but like 
proceed at your own caution. Yeah. Because people have gone crazy after like <laughs> seeing this image die instantly <laughs> after clicking this image. It's an unedited selfie of me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just from the archives of your Facebook. <laughs> But um, so it's a portmanteau, which is my favorite word. No one really cares of the words creepy and copy pasta. And it was coined on 4chan in 2007. So we do need to tell you what copy pasta is. It's basically like copy paste stories. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to read a little bit about that. So copy pasta is Internet slang for any block of text that gets copied and pasted over and over again. It's typically disseminated by individuals through online discussion forums and social networking sites. Um, the term is an English portmanteau of copy paste and pasta, although it shares some characteris characteristics with spam in the sense that they're both unsolicited and often considered a nuisance. Copy pastas are mainly spread through human operators, whereas the latter is automatically generated by bots and stuff like that. So this is like the happy spooktober, you spooky <laughs> slut. <laughs> Text it to three of your friends if they love you or else you're going to be haunted by if the ghost. They, yeah, <laughs> that of like the, someone will appear at your bed at the mm -hmm. end of the night or uh, the really slutty ones were like, you dick gobbling <laughs> monster. <laughs> happy Halloween. Them your mom sent it. <laughs> happy Halloweeny. Grandma, why? <laughs> Jesus. The kids told me to in, in an email. So, but by the way, portmanteau is a combination of two words, like breakfast and lunch, which equals brunch. That's good. So, if you want to, okay, there we different go. from a conjunction. Yes, that has contraction. A, I mean, contraction conjunct. Well, it is also different from a conjunction. It is different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but do you want to talk about the history of copy yeah. pasta? Yeah. So, copy pasta, like I said, was from this weird era of if you were on this section of the internet in about two thousand nine. This was laying the foundation for where we have landed today. Mm -hmm. um, so its exact origins are unknown. We do know that it comes from this sort of like 4chan, 7chan, weird Reddit culture. Mm -hmm. They're usually written anonymously, um, routinely reposted. It was thought to emerge, like Sarah said, from this text of chain emails yeah. that were seen in the 90s, which were later reposted to internet forums. The genre had its peak in uh, 2010 when Time Magazine covered the phenomenon. And the earliest creepypasta stories originated, like I said, on 4chan. Then it kind of branched off into Reddit under r slash no sleep, which I would recommend you go check out if you have the time <laughs> or interest because it's kind of crazy to... <laughs> Okay, so there are actually, there are subgenres like lost episodes, as Brittany was talking about. There's um, the copy pastas are about these creepy pastas are about lost episodes, usually from kids shows that are supposedly like they were never aired uh, or removed due to their nature. Um, lost episodes often focus on suicide or imply the viewer will suffer. And so there's one from like Tom and Jerry, Max and Ruby, the Teletubbies. I did watch the one from the Teletubbies, yeah. and it was kind of creepy. It makes sense why they wouldn't want children to watch it. They're all creepy. Is it real? Um. Well, it's an actual episode, yeah. So that is a lo lost yeah. archive episode. But it's, it's basically like this bear is just like, like its voice is like echoey and dark. It's like, find the bear. I'm the bear. And like all the Teletubbies are just like looking around and this like bear thing on a cart comes by and it's like really creepy. It's kind of creepy, yeah. Maybe I kind of want to watch it. You should. I remember like one of my core memories is the Spongebob <laughs> A uh, lost episode that was Squidward's suicide. What? It trended on YouTube back in like, like when Fred and Ray William Johnson were on YouTube. Do you remember uh -huh. that era? Yeah. It was very much that. And it was a viral video. I don't know if it's still up, but 
it was so haunting and so weird. And I just like, I don't even remember the plot, but I remember some of the like screenshots of it and the art. And it was just the most ominous music. And it started this whole thing of like, you feel like you're one of the only people who's been burdened with this. The cross I bear. Yeah. <laughs> it's Squidward's suicide. Wait, what pushed, do you know what pushed him over the edge? Mm-mm. Oh my gosh, I looked up the images. That is kind of creepy. Is yeah. that like real though? No. Oh, it's not real? No, the, someone okay. made this. It's like so, hold on, I kind of want to. <laughs> I mean, if there were any cartoon character to, you know, kick the bucket in that way, I it, think it oh, would be. Oh, it would so be Squidward. I think Squidward and Eeyore would have a pact going. Yeah. That they both crossed over and they're like, all right, it's, it's time. Yeah, I- enough. <laughs> <laughs> enough. That's actually, this lost episode is where that meme of Squidward comes from. With like hollowed out black eyes. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I'm just, I've seen on Twitter, like, I'm just so tired. <laughs> and it's Squidward with like red black eyes. That's where it comes from. Mm-hmm. So there's a ton of these um, that exist in theory, but without the actual like video evidence to, to yeah. support it. Then beyond just like television shows, there's video games. So these focus on grotesque and like violent imagery Mm -hmm. the content may spill over into the real world and cause the player to harm themselves or others and if you remember which we'll talk about way later um there this is real like children were consuming this media and hurting each other yeah were the slenderman stabbings like 12 year olds so many across the country and across the world were literally taking knives and like harming other children because of these things they were consuming online yeah that's like that age-old question like do you think like video games like should we like ban Mm. video games or something like that like do video games make people violent or like is it just people who already like predisposed to violence and then the video games just like gives them ideas i think i did like a whole paper on this in high school coincidentally of like it's this yeah it's that the question of do you think humans are innately do we just want to beat the shit out of each other constantly? <laughs> I think so, kind I of. Think so. Yes, <laughs> but there was this one thing that I saw the other day that like actually like shocked me. So like World War, World War, oh god, I just threw up in my mouth. You I'm sorry. Start over. <laughs> it's just like World War One. World War One. <laughs> World War It's it's so many W's. World War One. She's sucking on a jawbreaker. <laughs> they, so, like, you know that when they like color in um, footage of like you know soldiers and stuff. Colorized. Yeah, yeah. So all like they showed this colorized video of this guy who just been shell shocked, and they're like all the comments were like, "Isn't it crazy? Like they didn't have video games or like there weren't pictures of this when they went to war. This is the first time they ever experienced it or like got familiar familiarized with it. Mm. You know, we have so many video games and movies of war that we have like a basic you know Hollywood understanding sure. of like what a battlefield looks like or the sounds associated. And- yeah. That. Oh my God! Imagine being seventeen in like nineteen forty-two. Yeah. Being like, what? What the hell is going on here? <laughs> oh my God! Oh, and the way they just didn't Why give a I shit. British? Why am I British? I imagine myself in nineteen forty-two, but I'm British. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm in Normandy. <laughs> my name's Elizabeth. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's um usually. Uh, what usually can actually be played. Oh, so the video games, the creepypasta video games. Like streamers and YouTubes play them for content. Um, there's like Pikachu Lost Silver. There's yeah. a Pokemon that's a creepypasta. Yeah. 
There's, I've seen, I watched some of these clips that are reposted onto TikTok, and I used to watch them on YouTube, of people playing, like, Scary Maze game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that one that, like, they put, like, the old person in front of the screen? <laughs> the and screen like, is so close to their... <laughs> Grandpa, watch this, and at the end, there's, like, this jump scare, and it just, like, scares, like, children and old people shitless. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> is it good? It's so good. <laughs> Grandpa's in the hospital. <laughs> Beware, you may die. <laughs> watch this for instant death. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> That's this whole episode. There's Mario and Pac-Man. Yeah, there's like uh, Minecraft ones as well. Like there's just, it's, what is the human obsession with wanting to be scared? Um, I don't know. I think it's like people who, the same like vein as like adrenaline junkies where like you jump out of a plane to like feel alive. Yeah. I guess like fear makes you feel alive. Maybe. Do you like horror movies? Uh, no, I hate them. Do you, will you watch them if you're with other people? Like if, uh, yeah, I mean, like, if everyone else is... If there's, like, 20 other people in the room. Sure. If it's, like, one other person, it's not worth it. I need to, like, feel, like, other people surrounding me. Yeah. I remember, like, I watched, uh, like, what is it, like, Red Eye? No idea. Like, there's, like, this, like, movie about, like, this killer on a plane or, like, this, like... And that was the scariest thing I've ever seen, and it's not even a horror movie, and I had to leave. Oh, my God. Like, a movie like, theater? Yeah, I had to move... I had to, like, leave a movie theater. Do you like horror movies? I like watching them with other yeah. people. I'm imagining you in a movie theater, like, holding everyone's hand. People are gripping your toes like a hand, like, just touching you at all costs. That's kind of how I am. It's like I have to be gripping on to someone. Yeah. Because it's, I don't know, I get the fascination with the macabre. Yeah. And, I, oh, my God, I saw this thing on TikTok the other day that was like, I think it's because we were so shielded as children from yeah. all the bad things in the world that it's this hyperfixation obsession yeah. with morbid things and death and being scared and creepy shit because we weren't exposed to it. Yeah. And so it's this interest, but also visceral terror. Yeah. And that's kind of my experience is like, I used to love creepypastas. Well, not love, mm -hmm. but like I would read them because it's like, oh, I, I need to know. Yeah. I think I was that messed up kid that just instead, this is going to be really sad, looked up gore, like yeah. actual gore. And that's when I think I got like a bunch of my mental illnesses. Oh, I believe it. But it's, I, I think it's the same. It's just like, uh, what's that, like, uh, like a, what's the, your interest? What, what's it called when it's like dark interests? Oh my God, never mind. It's like why people love like uh, true crime and stuff, you know, morbid like curiosity. That's yeah. what I was trying to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's very, I think, I, I would almost go as far as to say every person has that. Yeah. I to mean, some degree. That's why rubbernecking is a thing. Yeah. When, when you drive by an accident, you're like, God, I hope no one's hurt. Damn, would be crazy if I caused an accident looking. Are they okay over there? <laughs> what are y'all doing? <laughs> Damn, that looks bad. You can't park there. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah, I think that's, it's very true. You were 11 on the dark web. Yeah. What the fuck y'all doing over here? <laughs> what does it look like when someone's been sawed in half? Jesus. <laughs> well, I have depression. <laughs> Then when I went to church, nothing meant anything anymore. <laughs> I was like, oh, I did some, I did something in my brain just now. Yeah. Before youth group, you're looking up like <laughs> human cannibal cookbook. So there actually is um, a lot of creepypastas, obviously inspired by psychotic killers or like they made up them. Mm -hmm. One of the most famous was Jeff the Killer. I did add a link because I didn't scroll down far enough. But there's <laughs> Jeff the Killer, Eyeless Jack, Homicidal Lou, Clockwork, Offender Man. <laughs> That's Slenderman's cousin. <laughs> Sounds like a German person trying to name pedophilia. Yeah. Offender man. Okay, Nina the killer, the puppeteer, Jason the toy maker. I don't know any of these except, actually, I don't know any of them. 
Yeah, I Jeff the Killer, Eyeless Jack. But these do sound like, you know, names came up by, like, children. Yeah. Jeff the Killer. Scary the Clown. <laughs> it's like, okay, girl. Man creep. It's like, <laughs> who came up with this? Creepy man will be standing at the foot of your bed. <laughs> They're two separate people. <laughs> Number 11, creepy, creepy man. man. Oh, my God. We have to do a whole other episode on, on Chills Countdown. We do. Yeah, yeah. And just him in general. Is, like, that a voice that he puts on? I have no idea. I feel so I'm bad. I'm so interested. If y'all don't know, <laughs> on YouTube, there's this channel called Chills Countdown. And he will list, like, the top ten scariest ghost encounters caught on camera. <laughs> and he talks like that the whole time. And it kind of, like, removes the yeah. suspense of it. Because he'll be like, be sure to like and subscribe yeah. if you would like more content. It's so good. Miriam Smith was chopped in half, <laughs> bleeding out in the bathtub. Yeah! And you're like, this is a real person. Why are you <laughs> reading yeah. it like this? But like, comment below <laughs> if that's scary. <laughs> comment below what you would do if you were chopped in half in a bathtub. <laughs> that's literally, that's YouTube culture. <laughs> yes. So there are like other creepypastas about like supernatural monsters, like Lost Silver, uh, Smile Dog. Who came up with this? Smile Dog? I've seen before. What is that? It, it, look it up. They this <laughs> maybe it's just the side of the internet that I'm on. My whole Instagram explore page is just garbage, oh, yeah. rotten sewage garbage. Smile dog shows up a lot on my explore page, and they're like double tap for good luck. <laughs> when the lore behind Smile Dog was, you look at the image and die instantly. <laughs> That's so crazy. Also, it's just a dog with like human teeth, like a human. T- but I feel like a Poorly lot of these. Drawn. A lot of these are just scary because they, like, rest in the uncanny valley. Yes. You know, like, um, so we're going to talk about Jeff the Killer. But Jeff the Killer is basically, like, this guy got his face melted off. And, Mm -hmm. like, you know, he didn't like his new face. And he has a sort of human face, but it's very um, unusual. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, you know, a mannequin face with real eyes. Yeah. And it's just the uncanny of, like, is that a human or is that something else? Yeah. We're going to take a quick break and come back and get more into the story. So we'll be right back. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. 
So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey guys, welcome back. We're and back. we're back. <laughs> so, like Sarah was saying before, we kind of want to go into detail on the Jeff the Killer. Mm-hmm. On He's one of the, again, not real. He's None not of real. these are real except for the ones that are. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget it. So, Jeff the Killer, if you want to take it away, I'll okay. let you take it away. Let me burp one second. <sighs> Ooh, that head was sorry. thick. I- <laughs> that had some girth to it. I'm sorry. Okay, so Jeff the Killer, um, born Jeffrey Woods, ooh, Elwood's relations, yeah! <laughs> brother, um, is the titular main protagonist turned to the main antagonist of the 2011 and 2015 revamped creepypasta story of the same title, Jeff the Killer. He is an adolescent serial killer and registered creepypasta. So he's a kid. Yeah, he's okay. a child. Um, he was disfigured after being set on fire while fighting a gang of bullies and lost his sanity after witnessing his quote-unquote new and quote-unquote be- beautiful face. Someone read the picture of Dorian Gray and was like, I know how to adapt this <laughs> into modern times. <laughs> um, uh, this is actually written by Stephanie Myers. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, this is, uh, Jeff was a 13-year-old who moved to a new neighborhood with his brother, Lou, and their parents. Ooh, is that relation to the other one? Is it spelled the same? Yeah. Oh, I would bet. Oh, they're siblings. On their first day of school, they were accosted by three bullies, um, Randy, Keith, and Troy, whom Jeff brutally beat up after they threatened him with knives. Lou took to took the blame for it and was arrested, sending okay. Jeff into a deep depression. The bullies later attacked Jeff again at a party, and Jeff killed one of them, but not before being covered with bleach and lit on fire by Keith. <gasps> yeah. During this fight, Jeff's mind permanently snapped. When Jeff woke up, he was in the hospital and his head was wrapped in bandages. When the bandages were taken off, it was revealed that his face had become disfigured and ghastly pale from the burns with bright red lips and a leathery texture. That's just me after, like, I exfoliate. (laughs) That's literally just me me with self-tan on. (laughs) I take my makeup off. (laughs) And I'm Jeff the killer. (laughs) Jeff said that he liked his face this way and laughed hysterically, but the doctor foolishly thought that this... Sanit- insanity was merely a side effect of the painkillers and let Jeff go home. So basically, he went on a serial killing <coughs> rampage because he didn't like his face and he was bullied and he like wanted to enact his revenge. Loser. <laughs> this image literally is like when Tana Mojo FaceTime- facetunes her pictures too much. There's you like no nose. Literally, like those hilarious <laughs> boomer Facebook edits yeah. of like where the filter is just, you're unrecognizable. Yeah. <laughs> You have rendered yourself as an animated character. That is what this image is. This is yeah, that's exactly that. It's also crazy, like, so if you scroll further on this, like, creepy po- um, creepypasta files, Wikipedia, there's, like, other um, killers. There's one named Jane the Killer. I'm like, D- who, who, are they writing the same thing? Yeah. This is so uninspired. This is a sequel. But again, it's, like, children, I think, were, like, the people who originally started writing this. I think I disagree, because some of them are so well-written. Yeah. I, it, it's hard for me to believe that, like, a 13-year-old was just behind the keyboard. Well, I mean, like, so the reason why they're, like, shared over and over again is, like, they can edit them, you know, like, if they mm. want to fix, like, spelling, and mm. then you can just repost it anywhere. If anything, this is, like, this is not even a rough draft. This has been written, like, 700 times. This is the Bible. Yeah. It's been translated <laughs> in over 6,000 languages over 2,000 years. Jeff the Killer is a book of the Bible. <laughs> Lost Matthew, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Jeff the Killer. <laughs> Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and Jeff. <laughs> But yeah, they have like eyeless Jack. I assume it's just an eyeless man named Jack. But eyeless Jack. 
He just has no nose. Oh, yeah. Oh. Am I going to see something? No, it's not that scary. I will admit the um, Jeff Jeff the Killer is kind of creepy when mm-hmm. you look into his eyes for way too long. Yeah. It's like, I, all right, I'm done. I'm it's, done with this. It's just the uncanny valley. Isn't it crazy that like, it, like aliens and stuff like that aren't as scary as something that looks almost human? Yeah. You know, like something that's supposed to scare you is not as scary as something that like is just weird, you know? Maybe because we're the scariest thing imaginable. <laughs> What we can do to each other. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> God damn. I think it's just, it's so funny that like, what's scarier than scary is weird looking people. <laughs> <laughs> Someone who's a little ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing scarier than an ugly bitch. Damn. Oh my God. They have more supernatural monsters. I have no idea what Lost Silver is. It sounds like a pirate. And yeah. then Smile Dog, Sonic, uh, Ben Drowned, but it's all capital B-E-N, Eyeless Jack, Laughing Jack, Separate Guy, Sally, and Slender Man. Ben Drowned. I want to read this one. But it's capital B-E-N. Ben Drowned. Yeah. Oh, it's boring. The story revolves around a Majora's Mask cartridge that is haunted by the ghost of a boy named Ben. What is a Majora's Mask? It's a game. Oh. Boring. Is it like a wizard hat? I don't know. I want to... Okay, so this one changed the course of my life forever. Okay. The Russian sleep experiment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember reading this in my childhood bedroom and thinking, oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. So... Again, they frame this as being real of like someone's brother <laughs> emailed <Yeah>. this. <laughs> it's a story about um, this supposed experiment performed by Russian scientists in the 40s mm-hmm. in which prison inmates were gassed to test the effects of prolonged sleep deprivation. Again, what you're hinting at of like, it's almost so real. Yeah. It's imaginable. Yes. Versus aliens and ghosts is a little, you have to extrapolate and kind of think outside the box to really conceptualize the idea of aliens. Yeah, this you, is so familiar. Yeah, you hear Russians and you're like, this sounds like something they do. Right, and especially because the... <laughs> I didn't hear what you said. Yeah. This sounds like them. This sounds Russian. <laughs> especially with historical context in the 40s, it's like, you know, mm-hmm. everything that was going on in the 40s and all the weird medical testing and all that, it just made sense in my brain. Yeah. So the blog posted the Russian sleep experiment story. The blog that posted it um, claimed to have received the creepypasta in an email from his brother. Like I said, the story describes an experiment performed on five Russian prison inmates who are exposed to an experimental stimulant gas that keeps them from falling asleep with the promise that they would be set free if they remain awake for 30 days. Hell no. There was a video that circled that was just so incredibly terrifying. Yeah. And I remember watching it. But you know like how if you don't like have food, you can like go without food for like a couple weeks or like a month. If you go for like without water for like a couple days, you die. Mm-hmm. How long can you go without sleep? Because I don't think you get like 30 consecutive days. I get slap happy if I like stay up too late. Yeah. I imagine like that amplified by like even just a couple days, you would go absolutely insane. Or like zombie level. Yeah. It's like you're not even... I would have a heart attack. I feel like my, like from not sleeping, I would just be like exhausted and like my body's trying to stay awake. I would just like die. I can't remember if they fed them or not. Let me, okay. They were kept in a sealed environment to carefully monitor their oxygen intake so the gas didn't kill them since it was toxic in high concentrations. This was before closed circuit cameras so they had only microphones and five inch thick glass porthole sized windows into the chamber to monitor them. The chamber was stocked with books, 
cots to sleep on but no bedding, running water and toilet, and enough dried food to last all five for over a month. The test subjects were political prisoners deemed enemies of the state during World War II. Again, yeah. th- it's like they provided historical context. This sounded so real. Everything was fine for the first five days. The subjects hardly complained, having been promised falsely that they would be freed if they submitted to the test and did not sleep for 30 days. Their conversations and activities were monitored, and it was noted that they continued to talk about increasingly traumatic incidents in their past. And the general tone of their conversations took on a darker aspect after the four-day mark. After five days, they started to complain about the circumstances and events that led them to where they were and started to demonstrate severe paranoia. They stopped talking to each other and began alternately whispering to the microphones and one-way mirrored portholes. Oddly, they all seemed to think they could win the trust of the experimenters by turning over their comrades, the other subjects in captivity with them. At first, the researchers suspected this was an effect of the gas itself, but after nine days, the first of them started screaming. He ran the length of the chamber repeatedly, yelling at the top of his lungs for three hours straight. He continued attempting to scream, but was only able to produce occasional squeaks, his vocal cords raw. The researchers postulated that he had physically torn his vocal cords. The most surprising thing about this behavior is how the other captives reacted to it, or rather didn't react at all. They continued whispering to the microphones until the second of the captives started to scream. The non-screaming captives took the books apart, smeared page after page with their own feces, and pasted them calmly over the glass portholes. I mean, like, come on, dude. I was 11 reading this shit. Yeah. The screaming stopped. So did the whispering. Three more days passed. The researchers checked the microphones hourly to make sure they were still working, since they thought it impossible that no sound could be coming with five people inside. Uh The oxygen consumption in the chamber indicated that all five must still be alive. In fact, it was the amount of oxygen five people would consume at a very heavy level of strenuous exercise. So they're just sucking wind in this chamber. They're all fucking. (laughs) On the morning of the 14th day, the researchers did something that they said they they would not do to get a reaction from the captives. They used the intercom inside the chamber, oh, the no. god mic. Yeah. Hoping to provoke <laughs> any response from the captives they were afraid were either dead or vegetables. Should I keep going? Um, I have a feeling like they ate each other. Is that how it wraps up? Let me let me finish it. Okay. Oh. Maybe. They announced, we're opening the chamber to test the microphones. Step away from the door and lie flat on the floor or you will be shot. Compliance will earn one of you your immediate freedom. To their surprise, they heard a single phrase in a calm voice. We no longer want to be freed. My <laughs> God. Come on, dude. <laughs> then they kept gassing them. And then, like, towards the end, they, like, tie them down with leather restraints on their wrists. Like, they're putting shit in their eyes. Their hearts start to explode. I mean, it's just insane. Like, I read that. Because the way that it's written sounds like a real medical <laughs> <laughs> you sound like my mom on facebook it sounded like real advice i'm convincing myself it's real all over again yeah. <laughs> i mean like when you get sucked into this hole of i don't know i don't know man like doesn't that sound yeah that sounds like really really terrifying and like kind of real i mean like i mean i act crazy when i'm sleep deprived i imagine like after you know a couple days but dude if i was awake for seven days and someone started <gasps> screaming i would actually just kill them like yeah. i know for damn sure <laughs> You're done. (laughs) Officially. Oh, my God. That one changed. My life is before and after the Russian sleep experiment. Are you kind of like sad that it's like not real? I'm not sad. (laughs) But if it were real, it's really not hard to imagine. Yeah. Given because I know how cruel humans can be to each other. Yeah. And especially when like sleep deprived, like sleep deprived. Oh, in your most vulnerable state. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. But there's also like, um, so let's go back to some other notable stories. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so back to the, <laughs> the wretched sleep experiment section. But um, so what happened to creepy pasta? It did peak in like 2010, and there were actual like trigger warning suicides and murders from the community. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just. Uh, yeah, so uh, still being made, uh, but it's not at the same rate they used to. The reason why I wanted to do this episode is because, like, I keep seeing, like, creepypastas on TikTok, and all mm-hmm. the comments are like, oh, my God. It's like, guys, this has been on the internet for literally 20 years and now. And it's fake. Yeah, and it, but it's the same reaction. Like, all right, did you see that? It's like, yes, I think we've all seen it because everyone has, like, different waves yeah. of, like, their internet experience. Yeah. So it's just like you guys were in the first or second wave or third wave. <laughs> Don't recite the magic to me, <laughs> which I was there when it was written. So there are no um, communities from the general idea of copypastas, um, although there are communities surrounded by certain stories. Um, so mm-hmm. it's like fandoms, you know? Yeah. Everyone likes Slender Man or, you know, Jack the Killer, Jack the yeah. Shitter. Jeff the Shitter. <laughs> Jack the Valedictorian. Elle Woods the Shitter. <laughs> <laughs> student council president i would love like a like a realistic like creepypasta where it's like you just like get fired from work one day yeah. you miss the bus you know car breaks down Go on a killing rampage <laughs> yes. um there are like creepypasta facebook pages um it's just like re-uploaded from youtube and then there's also r slash creepypasta which is from reddit um it's more like an archive i don't think i wish that there were actively still more being like uploaded you know yeah. what I mean? we could write one we could. I could write a creepypasta tonight. It's just like my fourth grade experience. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to write a Slenderman fan fiction. <laughs> he's kind of cute. Is he? Yeah, he's like tall, doesn't have a face. All right, Pete Davison. Yeah! <laughs> Kim Kardashian goes on a date with Slenderman. Well, that's literally what those pictures look like. Yeah. Slenderman spotted at Universal <laughs> Studios. Um, so the creepypastas are still to this day shared among young people. I feel like, yeah, it's like people who are like 12 to like 15 24 share oh, yeah. them yeah no, 15 yeah for sure but then also there's this weird hump of like also adults like super old adults share them they're like have you heard this would happen in like alabama yeah, yeah. my mother <laughs> um it seems like they're the target audience although the idea of creepypastas has become so large yeah so um there are a bunch of different ones like we just talked about there's sonic and i think it's sonic the hedgehog i don't want to open this link because i'm going to go to the dark web again yeah you will the Stanley, our researcher, supplies links in these documents that literally are the dark web. I'm going to get like weird targeted ads on Instagram, like yes. creepypasta porn. <laughs> Jack the killer taking it from the back. I'm like, no! no but I have to look. <laughs> you swipe through the, the slideshow. <laughs> oh, God, this is so disturbing. I just want to watch the preview. <laughs> I do want to talk about, because you mentioned it, like bleeding over into real life. Mm-hmm. Slenderman, I think, is the most... Yeah. Prime example of that. It's actually really sad. So Slender Man was created by um, the Something Awful website by Eric Knudsen, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Victor Surge. Would you like to read more about him? Yeah. him. Well, not him. He's just a creator. Slender Man's become such a pop culture icon. Like, he's not confined into one single narrative. Like, mm-hmm. he's kind of... There really is. Like, <laughs> it's not fan fiction, but people have taken the concept of Slender Man and made it their own. Yeah. I was like, I saw Slender Man here. And it's like, all right, he's not real. Okay, so Slender Man, there's video games based off of him. Enderman, it's a Minecraft mob. Mm-hmm. Marble Hornets, the YouTube video series, and Slender Man movies. There was a Slender Man movie, wasn't there? I don't know. It was like a for real, for real, yeah. Oh, he's creepy looking. He's kind of cute. <laughs> he has no face. Yeah, just like I like him. Oh, he's so creepy looking. 
Um, yeah, there was Slenderman 2018 and then always watching a marble. Oh, I kind of want to go home and watch it. Hornet's story. You can do that by yourself. <laughs> I, uh, no, I have to watch it in the living room. <laughs> no, I need a film. <laughs> no, I have to. So the history, just the story of Slenderman, because I don't even think we've said it yet. Mm-hmm. He was, I read a little bit about Victor Serge. Um, he likes coming up with like photoshopping like creepy photos together. And if you go to his website, there's like all these different like creepy characters that he's like made with photoshop and stuff like that and i think slender man was just the most i keep hitting the table slender man was just one of the most popular ones you know I'll look up his actually because he fits western beauty standards no Thin, literally tall, white he's gorge <laughs> he's signed to like you know elite model management <laughs> is that slender man <laughs> gucci he was on uh america's next top model <laughs> So, the Slender Man is a supernatural creature with nebulously defined characteristics and abilities. What is nebulously? I don't know, but it sounds sinister. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. He behaves in what might be seen as a passive-aggressive manner, often stalking targets for years at a time before ever attacking. Now, that's terrifying. Is stalking passive-aggressive? I would say. (laughs) I'd say it's aggressive-aggressive. How do you, like, passive-aggressively, like, stalk someone? Like, you leave a post-it note on their, like, uh, their fridge that says, I'm stalking you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, girl. Can you fill up the Brita? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's understood that he tends to torture his targets mentally over long periods of time, using fear and paranoia to drive them to insanity. No one has ever satisfactorily explained the reasoning behind his tactics or the way he chooses his victims, and his purposes and or motivations have yet to be fully ascertained. He just sounds like my mom at, like, Kohl's when I try on jeans. That's mental torture. <laughs> He's just a 10-year-old <laughs> online with an Instagram account with, a, like, a, a default Avi. Yeah, he's a burner and, like, comments like you're, like, ugly on your posts. Die. <laughs> it's just Slender Man. Slender Man's been depicted in imagery and literature at anywhere between 6 and 10 feet tall. Hot. <laughs> Depending on the situation. Though in a video, he's usually only around 6 to 7 feet. He has no hair generally has normal looking bare hands albeit with fingers longer and bonier than a typical human general bare hands like bare like or bare like bare with, like like uh like no no hair not furry okay i was like bare, <laughs> he has generally normal looking bare hands <laughs> yeah, and claws bare paws <laughs> he's a tall humanoid creature in a black or gray suit hot red or black tie and a white shirt his face is totally white completely devoid of facial features so he's just he's again in that uncanny valley He's, he's like the, the the optimal man. Yeah, <laughs> the optimal man. <laughs> no mouth. Cannot speak to you. <laughs> Can't speak. Just Tall. kind of follows you around. <laughs> It'd be funny if they were like his height is five eleven to ten feet. You're like oh yeah. And you're like six feet. Yeah. I'm like wait he's getting like super cute. <laughs> so there are which is really sad. A Slender Man. We're, we're joking, but there are like actual crimes committed inspired yeah. by him. Yeah. I would say that like he didn't cause people to commit crimes. It's just like people who are already like a vulnerable in a vulnerable state, you know, like took in the creepypasta as fact and then yeah. just ran with it. Um, but yeah, May 31st, 2014 in Waukesha, Wisconsin, two 12-year-old girls and Anissa Wire and Morgan Geyser, they lured one of their friends into a forest and stabbed her 19 times. 19 times. That's crazy. I, how do you as like 12-year-old girls, like, how, I, does that sound strange? Obviously that sounds strange, but like. I know because I remember being 12. Yeah. Like, actually uh, it's very i mean we were 12 years old on chat roulette and omegle like actually how impressionable young children are i think 
maybe I'm a bit different because I was so sheltered because Christianity. So at 12, I was like chewing the arms off my Polly Pockets. Yeah. I wasn't like, let's stab a classmate. That's why you got gut issues <laughs> lined <laughs> with Polly Pocket plastic. <laughs> <Keep> swallowing them. <laughs> but it's actually kind of, it's really sad. Um, she, the girl crawled to the road where she was found and she thankfully recovered. And then both the girls that stabbed her were found not guilty by mental disease or defect and committed to mental health institutions for sentences of 25 and 40 years respectively. That's in, like your life is done. Yeah. Because of something you read online. That is so crazy. They're going to get out of prison at 60 years old. And they're going to, oh, yeah, dude, that's so, it was, it, the stabbing took place in the woods during a game of hide and seek. Um, Geyser felt no empathy. That's scary. Mm. And then the other one was described as feeling guilty for stabbing the victim, but felt that the attack was needed to appease Slenderman. That's so scary. This is like, um, this is like the Manson murders for PBS kids. <laughs> Like, they wanted to, like, appease some, like, you know, creepy leader. Slenderman has a guitar. <laughs> He's Charles Manson. Coca-Melon. Yeah! No, this is this is so sad. They were tried as adults at 12 years old. That's crazy. They, kill, they tried to kill someone. I know, but, I mean, wouldn't they be tried as, like, juveniles and then, like, maybe? I'm not sure. I don't know. You're asking me about, hey, never <laughs> ask me about the medical care system oh. or the justice system. Or the law. Or the law. That's so crazy. And then um, they were later, you know, diagnosed. But um, it shook the creepypasta community to its core. Yeah, Creator- this was the first kind of like, mm-hmm. oh shit, this is affecting people in the real world. This yeah. is no longer just a forum online. It's also, children are very, very impressionable. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, they had to reiterate that it was not part of their community and they do not con- condone this type of behavior and are not satanic. Um, they never really were the same from Creepypasta slash Slenderman community after that. And they created a live stream to fundraise for the victim. Mm. And then there's like this whole debate on the effect the Internet has on children. Mm-hmm. I think that it, like children should not be on the Internet. I agree, but it's also like we wouldn't be here if we didn't just dick around online at oh. a young age yeah i mean well i mean like I'm a, i would say like 15 is like probably like a good time i wish on tiktok or twitter or instagram oh, i could yeah. filter out people who are under 18 yes because like sometimes i'll post something that's like a little bit sexual because i'm a fucking old ass person a, a grown person yeah and they're like hey there are children on tiktok i'm like i they shouldn't be on my page then yeah, like not my problem that's literally not my, i'm not gonna like adjust myself for the thought of a child may see me someday that's very valid too and the thing of like it's their parents' responsibility. Yeah. They have no idea. My parents had no idea what I was doing online Yeah, as I mean, a teenager. Your parents should just be more aware of, like, your internet usage. I mean, they probably shouldn't, like, was it Tiger Parent? But, like, just be more aware of what you're mm-hmm. dealing with. Um, but there are, so, yeah, the stabbing sparked a debate about what their children uh, look at on the internet. Old boomers thought creepy, <laughs> this is from Stanley, old boomers <laughs> thought creepy bosses were a cult made from the devil. So true. What is up with, like, old people as soon as they, like, oh, it's from the devil? Like, we did this, um, you know, episode on conspiracy theories where we're talking about, like, the Denver airport. And, yeah. like, as soon as someone sees, like, a weird-looking piece of art, they're it's like, the devil. that's the devil. It's a portal to hell. <laughs> we have another episode, I think, either that came out or will come out, uh, um, about like furries and like mm-hmm. how anything strange it's either the devil or it's sexual because that's what people want yeah <laughs> people want i'm like it all goes back to this obsession with if it's not the other then it's like the macabre and the mm-hmm. 
I can't even think of a proper descriptor, but like it's an obsession. The Christian community especially has yeah. an obsession with making the devil the scapegoat. Yeah. When really it's just human nature. Yeah, it really it really is. Um so yeah. Exactly. I'm literally just blanked when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> the devil because I I thought devil goat and I was like, "Oh, that that's fun." Yeah. And then I just blanked on what you were saying. But yes, I agree. Thank you. <laughs> I agree with what I thought you said. But yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, there's um other stories like this as well not to go into detail but mm-hmm. like 12 year another 12 year old girl killing her stepmom saying that laughing jack told her to a 13 year old girl stabbing her mom saying slenderman made her do it 14 year old girl sets house on fire for slenderman she soaked a towel and a bed sheet with bleach and rum and set it on fire like how do you know how to do that bleach and rum how do you know how to do that i wonder what that tastes like Probably and the- kind of delicious <laughs> But there's like 12, 13, 14 year old girls. So it's like young people who are like just very, very impressionable. And it's also uh, young girls trying to please a man. <laughs> An older man. Yeah. I was groomed by Slender Man. <laughs> or it's like, you know, like how those uh, TikToks where someone's like, I went to a One Direction concert when I was 11. Shaved my whole body. shaved my body <laughs> thinking that like these boys were going to hook up with me. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like one of those things. It's like Slender Man doesn't know who you are. No. You know, when he's singing at his concert, he has Babe, <laughs> he's verified. You're not. <laughs> Sliding in Slender Man's DMs. But there's... There's other ones like, so Laughing Jack is just uh, a sadistic cl- killer clown who was originally an imaginary he's friend. A clown? With, yeah, he's a clown. Um, that is until the boy forgot about him. Uh, so you follow his story through being made forgotten and becoming a sadistic killer clown. So I guess he started off, wait, wait, a sadistic killer clown who was originally an imaginary fan. Okay, so he started off as an imaginary friend and then became a clown. Oh, word. Total career change, you know? No, literally, good for him. <laughs> It takes a lot to like just pick up and move industries and pursue a creative field at that. Yes, he said, "Fuck college, I'm gonna be a clown." His burnout must have been so real. <laughs> Man, are clowns a dying breed? Um, I think they are. But what's? Do you find clowns scary? Yes. Really? Yes. I. You don't? I mean, I think during the daytime, I don't find them like scary. I think anyone with too much makeup on, it's too close to my face, kind of scary. Sure. British women. <laughs> my mom. No. <laughs> So with Laughing Jack, he's extremely dangerous. Laughing Jack is a vile, twisted, and sick creature who both kills children and breaks their parents' minds. Oh, um, shit. <laughs> Double whammy. <laughs> Two for one. Yeah. He is a monster that is fully capable of mutilating, mutilating and violently murdering anybody he deems as worthy to be his quote-unquote friend. So actually to deter him, you have to be distant. You have yeah. to be cold with him. like Ghosting him. Yeah, like um, he asked to hang out after work. You're like, I'm sorry, we're just co-workers. Yeah, no, I'm just like super tired. <laughs> no, um, yeah, I did, we did a group project. But we're I, co-workers. <laughs> it's nothing more than that. Wait, so I don't understand. It was an imaginary friend. Is this someone just having a fucking psychotic episode? Oh, no, it was a, an, um, it was a little boy who had an imaginary friend, and then the boy grew up, forgot about... This is like the and alternate... became his imaginary friend. Yeah, this is the alternate to Toy Story. Um, ins- instead, Woody grows up and like kills people because he's forgotten by Andy. Toy Story Dark Web Edition. <laughs> this is like you know how like the original Cinderella was like about like people cutting their feet off. Yeah, this is the original. Wait, yeah, is that true? <laughs> yeah, is that a creepy pasta? No, it's not. So like the original Cinderella story, the evil stepsisters tried on the glass slipper and they couldn't fit, so they cut off their toes and their heels <gasps> to like try to shove it in the shoe. Most like another children- unrealistic beauty standard for women. <laughs> no toes. Literally, no-toed Rella. That's what they (laughs) called her. 
Oh my god, I had no idea. I need to like look into that later. Yeah, look into like German fairy tales. They're oh, like yeah, they're so fucked up. Yeah, like Hansel and Gretel is about two children who are gonna be eaten by a woman, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's like more like horrible than that the original oh my god should we do an episode on that that's not creepy but that's is that not specific internet. to the <laughs> no <laughs> violating i'm just interested now <laughs> violating ye old community guidelines <laughs> violating society rules thou shall not publish this um so there's also smile dog um basically it's a dog that has a human smile yeah which is creepy you ever seen like a animal that has like human eyes yeah and you're like yeah people tag me in those fucking videos all the time like this dog looks like you <laughs> Thanks, guys. And yeah, it does look like <laughs> if there were, if you were in an anamorph book, you'd be this dog. I would be the in between. Yeah, <laughs> not quite human, not quite dog. Yeah. Well, you're yeah. Well, hundred percent broski. <laughs> um, so we are going to take a quick break. Is, yeah, we're gonna take a quick break, and we will be right back after these messages. And we are back for more creepy pasta with Brittany and Sarah. Freshly cooked up on the stove. For Fresh you. pasta for you. Creepy pasta. It's green. Oh, you know that like ketchup that was like green and purple back the then? The Shrek ketchup? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shretch up. Wait, <laughs> yeah. Shrek up? I don't know. Okay. Um. So there is one called Ted the Caver. And I was like, it's just Ted, like a creepy pasta about a guy who like succumbs to like peer pressure. Is that really? Oh. No, 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 no. It's Ted the Caver. Like he lives in a cave. <laughs> it should be Ted the Spelunker. The spelunker? That's a great word. It really is, because it sounds exactly like, what's that? Um, Spelunk. Onomatopoeia, of where, like, the the word sounds exactly like what it yeah. means. Spelunk. Yeah. Like, you're throwing a human body in, like, a ravine or something <laughs> into yep. a cave. Yep. So, Ted the Caver, um, it's from 2012. Um, wait, this is someone giving their life story. Oh. It's like a recipe. Yeah. <laughs> So before I tell you the story, I do want to talk about... I read the story and learn how to make the lasagna at the same time. <laughs> okay, so... um, Oh, no, it's... Okay, so... This is a first-person, like, point of view of yes. this. I don't want to do this. Read it. <laughs> POV, you and I get lost in a cave. I love... Wait, no, I need to find just the rundown of it. Oh, no, I opened the dark web. <laughs> exit, exit. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Good old trusty knowyourmeme.com. Uh, Ted the the Caver is a creepypasta story that originally appeared as a series of blog posts written by a spelunker, oh, named Ted, recounting his experience exploring Mystery Cave. Uh, Ted began... Ted began an angel fire page on whatever the hell. Um, the post detailed events that occurred in December 2000 when Ted and his friend Brad, whom he referred to as B, began exploring a cave they found close to their home. When they entered the cave, they found a narrow passageway with a small hole that they began to drill through in order to explore further. The blog documents the strange occurrences. Ted, Brad, and later their friend Joe encounter... Where did Joe come from? <laughs> the cave he was just down there <laughs> encounter including ghastly screaming uh unnatural wind and strange hieroglyphics that appear deep inside the cave Ooh. the blob blog abruptly ends may 19th 2001 with a post detailing a three-week period of time after their last visit to the cave during this time each of the cavers reportedly suffered from hallucinations and nightmares leading Ooh. to ted joe and b agreeing to visit the cage one final time for closure they said for old time's sake <laughs> closure they fucked the cage <laughs> um fuck the cave hole <laughs> prepared to enter the cave with a gun and a knife ted stated in the final blog that he will update the website immediately after he returns with answers to everyone's questions the site has not been updated since oh my so, god we have to go get him 
He's down there. I know. All three of those dudes. Um, but so, yeah, the story was discussed on the national, oh my God, no, message board uh, in 2004 in the thread, a poster named Ralph Powers noted that he knew Brad in real life and had been in, in the cave. He explained that the caves went under an interstate with the traffic overhead possibly causing the otherworldly noises Ted described. Later in January 2008, a poster named Caverdale affirmed that the actual cave is named Interstate Cave, which is located in Utah. And then uh, between 2006 and 2011, the link was shared and discussed on message boards, including all these like different places. So there's people corroborating the evidence that it's real and he was down there and he died? I think they're just like, um, there is a part about like debunking, but I think the actual cave does exist. And it would make sense, like the creepy sounds would be cars going overhead. <laughs> so it's like a 18 wheeler. <laughs> so it's like a customized uh, like uh, car horn. <laughs> and you hear that down in the cave, you're like, oh my God, the spirits. <laughs> <laughs> just RVs. Is that an ice like an ice cream truck? <laughs> it's an RV. <laughs> Wait, see that? I think that's the most interesting part of all of this is the way that they're framed is like this happened and it's unsolved, mm-hmm. or it happened and they wanted you to know about it. Yeah, and I'm like, I know. <laughs> What type of person, okay, so you experience something really disturbing and you're like, I want closure, so you go back. I understand, like, you know, you can't get over your ex and you go back to them and, like, sure. you guys hook up or whatever. But going back to the cave that scared you shitless. Yeah. I it's just a need national closure. treasure effect. What are you going to do? Like, give your shirt back? <laughs> like, what do you mean, closure? <laughs> your hoodie. <laughs> you throw away their toothbrush. I would never go, uh, do you like spelunking? <laughs> I've never been spelunking. I know, like, um, stalactites and stalagmites. Yeah. <laughs> I Cave water must be so delicious. Probably. It's so mineral rich. Well, is that de- is it good for you? Are sure. you supposed to drink cave water? It's of the earth. <laughs> I'm going to go to, like, Luray Caverns and, like, scoop it out with my hand and then be hospitalized immediately, like... <laughs> Immediate mercury poisoning. She uh, drank stagnant water. Yeah. Um, and expected to <laughs> be hydrated. I wonder. Can you? <laughs> she actually just had a handful of guano. Yeah. It was just bad shit. <laughs> Sustenance at whatever cost. White people stuff. Literally. Can you drink cave water? Don't drink cave water. <laughs> this what? is cave safety. The U.S. Forest Service. Can you drink cave water? It literally says, "Don't drink cave water." And bold, bring enough water that it'll last beyond the estimated length of your length of your expedition. That's Why is boring. that? Why can't you drink the water? What is cave water? Oh, please! I'm vaccinated. I can what? drink cave water. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like a challenge to me. Yeah, never go caving alone. A cave group should include a minimum of four people and a maximum of eight. Uh, children should never explore caves without an adult. If someone gets hurt, at least one person should stay with the injured person while two others go get help. Oh, uh, their water is contaminated by the groundwater that flows directly into those waterways. So it's contaminated by like feces from farm animals and wildlife from above because it's literally seeping oh, yeah. through the ground. All right. I guess I won't drink feces. Hell, I'll still do it. <laughs> I'll do anything once. <laughs> Wait, uh, many caves are off limits because of white nose syndrome, a disease what is that, that is, it's a disease that has killed millions of hibernating bats. What is that? What is white nose syndrome? Oh no! Wait, the F. I'm leaving. I'm going to something on like a. No, no, no. I'm sorry. No, I'm googling it. It's whitenosesyndrome.org. <laughs>
Are we going to spread misinformation? Probably. Please. One of the worst wildlife diseases in modern times having killed millions of bats across North America. Oh, no. Wait, but what is it? What causes it? It says, what is it? Um, disease. It affects hibernating bats. is caused by fungus um, or P- something. It's a long word. Yeah. Sometimes PD looks like a white buzz on bats' faces, which is how the disease got spread. Okay, so why, why did the... So we can't drink the water because bats get sick? That's a little selfish. Yeah, that's, that's so rude. <laughs> I can't go to the concert because my sister's grounded. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you, dad. <laughs> You're not my real dad. <laughs> it's Slenderman's my dad. Slenderman's my boyfriend. I love him. <laughs> I wonder if there's Slender Woman. Oh, my God. <gasps> Slender them. Slender them. Slender they them. <laughs> well, Slenderman looks pretty um, androgynous. Who are we to assign him man? You know? That's fair. Has anyone asked him? Yeah, it's not like he can talk. <laughs> Slenderman, are you a man? Blink twice. <laughs> oh, you don't have eyes. Sorry. <laughs> um, that's like, so creepy. I mean, I guess that's why they're called creepypastas. And that's a great conclusion. Mm-hmm. So if you want to be creeped out, look up creepypastas. Yeah. Unless you're under the age of 15 and you need to go in and realize that they're not real. Yeah, and stop listening to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> If you are not 15 and above, why do we deem 15 as like the viable age? I don't know, because that's when I started drinking. So like I figured, <laughs> and because uh, you know 15 is like you know 18 seems like extreme. You know you have to be an adult. If you're 18, just figuring out about creepypasta, grow up, <laughs> get a job, get a grip, leave the commune. <laughs> what? Actually, if you're on a commune, that's probably its own creepypasta. Yeah, mm-hmm. you should write. Yeah, you should. Uh, you should write one Put of these that stories. Pen to the paper. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Hope you learned something or about this meaningless topic. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope you look it up and enjoy or don't. Or, you know, go home and watch the Slenderman movie. Yeah, let us know what you think. In your living shared living room. <laughs> with your roomie. With your scared shitless roommate. Full volume. <laughs> naked. <laughs> on the couch. Feed the audio into their room. <laughs> Make sure they really hear everything. I put my JBL speaker <laughs> right outside your door. You, like, mirror my phone. <laughs> All right, guys, make sure to like, subscribe, download. Rate five stars. On anywhere you get your podcast. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, YouTube. YouTube. The internet. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. This video is on YouTube if you'd like to watch the video version. And if you are, hey. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Leave a comment. All right. I don't know about anything. Yeah. <laughs> let, let us know what you had for dinner. Just we really want to hear about it. Love no, you guys. Leave, a, leave a comment that's your horrible, uh, like, uh, creepypasta name. Yeah, or ones you want us to look up. <laughs> we won't put it on the show, but I do. I love creepypasta. Melissa the Communist. All right. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. 
or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.